0: Hello and welcome back to Afterglow, episode 19. Thanks for uh, stopping by and giving this a listen. You know, um, in my opinion at least, most consoles out there have one game that really like personifies the console in a way. Like for myself at least, for the original NES, Super Mario Bros. 3 was that game. And for the Sony PlayStation, the game for this episode is that game that personifies the console, being Metal Gear Solid. Uh, lots of memories in this game, uh, really, really enjoyed it, and still enjoy it to this day, and I'm thrilled to see that it's getting ready to be re-released for uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and Steam with the uh, Metal Gear Collection Volume 1. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. But with that being said, let's check out what I thought of a game from my childhood after the music cut. Welcome back. All right, so um, my uh, beginning when it comes to Metal Gear Solid, uh, I remember um, playing the NES game, and it was okay, but I never got real far. But uh, I was a subscriber to the official PlayStation magazine later on and uh, started seeing previews for this game, and it looked like really good. It looked amazing for a PlayStation game. So uh, later on, uh, there is a video demo that came out for it uh, on the demo disc, and that's a flashback back when the video game magazines included demo discs. Uh, uh, definitely, it's not the, the times. So I loved those things. Uh, anyway, uh, you watch the video, and whoa! Like this is kind of like mind blowing to see this game in motion. And I believe a few uh, episodes, episodes, a few issues later, there's another demo disc that had a uh, demo for the game that was actually like a pretty sizable demo there's a lot that you could do in it that was just like the very very beginning of the game but there was a good chunk of stuff you could do in it and I tore that demo apart front back left right sideways I dug into that demo and just gleaned every little bit of content I could get out of it so this is one of those games that I had trouble finding whenever it came out like it sold like mad in my area. I couldn't find a copy of it for months. So um, I had ended up purchasing an unofficial strategy guide. I spoiled the game for myself and I, you know, these days I probably wouldn't do that. But back then I spoiled the game completely with this uh, player's guide. I really, really wanted to get the full game. But uh, finally I managed to rent it over Thanksgiving. And uh, I beat it (laughs) over that Thanksgiving rental. Uh, Now, that player's guide helped out quite a bit, but I did sit there and uh, literally beat the game in that one rental. So I had finally experienced the game. But um, after, I want to say, another six months, I finally came across a copy of it. And it was stupid, the kind of luck I had. I was actually at a a high school choir event... (laughs) And they had a uh, store across the highway, and I went over there, and I got two games. And surprisingly, Mel Gear Solid was uh, discounted down to 20 bucks. Um, It was not a greatest Assist version or anything. It was a black label, and the game had been out less than a year, but I snagged it. And I'd also snagged a Time Crisis. I remember uh, those two games I picked up during this time, but... Uh, got the game home and this time like whenever i played i didn't have to rush through it which was awesome i could just uh you know kick back and relax and actually slowly work my way through the game and you know explore the map some and there's not a lot of like uh hidden areas and whatnot in this game i what's there is what's there but uh There's some minor stuff, and uh, it was a blast. Go figure, that is my uh, notification on my uh, cell phone. To this day, I use the uh, Metal Gear Codec noise for my text message notification. And of course, for this episode, I forgot to uh, turn Do Not Disturb off, or turn Do Not Disturb on. So let's get that turned on and continue the episode, shall we? (laughs) But uh, this ended up being... Easily my favorite out of all the Mel Gear Solid games. Um I, usually I don't go too much into the Mel Gear games like the sequels and whatnot afterwards, the game that I'm covering. Great English share. <laughs> but uh anyway, I got Mel Gear Solid 2 on the Xbox, and I I thought it was okay, but not as good as one. Uh then I played Mel Gear 4. Uh, on PlayStation 3, and uh, I didn't like it. I know a lot of people loved it, but I thought it was just, it was a movie more than it was a game. Then I went back and played Metal Gear Solid 3 on the uh, 3DS, and it came out and loved it. Thought it was fantastic. And uh, Metal Gear 5, whenever it came out, loved it. Thought it was fantastic as well. Uh, we'll probably cover some of the other games in other episodes of Afterglow. But those uh, games I listed off there like make up such a wild story. But still, to this day, um, I think the first one's awesome. I think it really deserves a new remaster. We're getting a remaster of Metal Gear Solid 3, but I really wish that they would have redone Metal Gear Solid 1. There is a GameCube version, but uh, I, I, I don't know. It, I, I tried it. it the gameplay's kind of there, but it feels so campy with like the read-and-voice acting. And I'm just... Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the cat campiness. I know there's always a little bit of campiness to Metal Gear. But there has to be some seriousness to it. And I feel that uh, it kind of takes you out of the game a little bit whenever you play the GameCube version, just to hear the over-the-top acting with so much ham. There's so much hamminess in the voice acting in the GameCube version. Now, if some modder out there wanted to pull out the uh, audio from the PlayStation version and replace it with the... uh, Replace the audio in the GameCube version with the PlayStation 1 version, I think that would be awesome if someone would uh, come up with a mod for that. But until then... uh, You can keep playing this game thanks to good old games. Uh, To this day they sell it over there and I did buy it over there and replayed it on PC. Um, Actually, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, Uh, a few years later there was a PC version released I want to say like a couple years after the PlayStation 1 version. I did end up buying it and uh, it looked a little tighter, a little cleaner, not a whole lot it wasn't significantly improved from the PlayStation 1 version. It was improved, but uh, in my opinion, the, not a whole lot. That being said, uh, this is a game that personifies the PlayStation 1 for me. Like, if you get a PlayStation 1 in one game, that game probably needs to be Metal Gear Solid. Uh, an argument could be made if you're a fan of RPGs for Final Fantasy VII, which, I mean, honestly, if you're getting let's say, five PlayStation 1 games. And I feel that Final Fantasy VII would have to be number two after Metal Gear Solid. But just the graphics, the gameplay, the story, uh, to me, this is almost the perfect video game for the PlayStation era. But that'll be it for my rambling on Metal Gear Solid. I kind of stuttered a little bit in this one, but uh, I hope you kind of got the idea. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode of Afterglow, and we will see you next time for episode 20. Thanks for listening.